ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Time for some sport now with Warwick Hadfield. Warwick, good morning. Good morning, Sally. It's always time for sport. Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, and on Saturday night, look, I was on the couch playing along at home in my number 16 jersey as the uh, Matildas uh, were taking on Uzbekistan. So now the Matildas, they're just a game away from qualifying for the, the Paris Olympics. That's fantastic. Yep. Yeah, it is, and that game will be in Melbourne, and a hot Melbourne on Wednesday, and it's going to be one of the biggest games in these parts since the World Cup, because the Australians have the solid advantage after beating Uzbekistan 3-0 in what was a chilly Tashkent in the uh, the first of these Asian qualifying matches. Now, Michelle Heyman, back with the Matildas for the first time in Yonks. I bet you jumped off the couch when this happened. <laughs> I did, it was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> she scored in the 72nd minute. Now, this was her first game for Australia uh, since 2018. She's now 35, which uh, is regarded as old in some quarters, particularly when you're playing international football. But that fulfilled in part her role as Sam Kerr's locum tenens. And it's a, a role she's will no doubt be hoping she takes all the way now to Paris. And her moment of joy was followed soon after by Mary Fowler's score before the third goal to Caitlin Ford, who only started the game in the, the second half. Uh, she's been playing in uh, England and they just wanted to make sure that she uh, her, she wasn't too tired, as they say. Uh, that, that the first goal though, took so long coming, frustrated the Matildas coach Tony Gustafsson, who uh, forever hard to please, as coaches must be, said his side missed too many goals early in the match, and that's an area which he is demanding uh, some improvement in before Wednesday. This uh, at the Dockland Stadium in Melbourne, and tickets are apparently going, well, we might say swiftly, and we can say that because they probably would have filled the MCG if it had been available, but of course uh, it wasn't, for because apparently... The, it's still taking down all the stuff from the concert <laughs> last week. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, well, quite an adjustment in the thermostat for the Matildas going uh, yeah, from Uzbekistan to coming home. Uh, Warwick, in basketball, the Townsville Fire are the WNBL minor premiers. Yeah, look, they beat the Sydney Flames yesterday, 90-78, to 78, to confirm top place. That means they will play against the fourth-place Perth Lynx, who ended Bendigo's uh, final aspirations on Saturday night while reaffirming their only other semi-finals will be between the Southside Flyers. Now, they lost their chance to go top against Adelaide over the weekend, and they'll be playing fellow Melbourneites, the Boomers, and, uh, look, the Boomers' confidence will be booming after their import. Uh, Jordan Canada was last night uh, named the most valuable player, winning the Susie Bakovich medal, Sally. And Warwick in tennis, a breakthrough win for Jordan Thompson in Mexico. Sally, at, at 29, he seems to have been around forever, a battler. He proudly represented Australia at the 2016 Olympics and got the tat, but otherwise mostly been on the periphery, mixing mid-range Grand Slam departures with playing in the boondocks in satellite tournaments. But now he has finally won his first ATP tournament, but only after a miracle comeback in the quarterfinals. He was down love six, one for 15-40 against Alex Mitchelson, who had eliminated Alex Di Minaj in the, the first round of this tournament in Los Cabos. So a wonderful moment for Jordan Thompson, one of the, you know, the great battlers of, of Australian tennis. Absolutely, a gutsy competitor. In cricket, Australia beat New Zealand in the heavily rain-reduced uh, final <laughs> yeah. T20 game to claim the series 3-0. Yes, Sally, they had to turn to the What's a Duckworth Lewis Abacus, uh, which gave the game to Australia by 27 runs after the match was pretty much uh, cut in half by the weather. New Zealand needed 126 from 10 overs. Now, ever since Bill O'Reilly cleaned up Charles Gordon Rowe for a period in 1946, New Zealanders have struggled against Australian leg spin. And Adam Zampa continued that tradition yesterday, dismissing the home side's big hope. Finn Allen, that made the New Zealand score three for 51 in the six over. And despite a bit of Glenn Phillips' whack, they never quite recovered. So Australia now 
now has one hand on the Chapel Hadley Trophy with uh, the one-day matches to come. And in one-day news from this bit of uh, the South Pacific, Western Australia has won the domestic 50-over final against New South Wales by five wickets. Uh, Joel Paris took four wickets as the Blues were dismissed for 169. Hilton Cartwright's 73 not out got the Whackers home after they wobbled a bit at five for 102. So Western Australia has won this competition now three summers in a row, something achieved by the Tasmanian women the day before in the Women's National Cricket League final against Queensland at Bory Boval. Nicola, Nicola Kerry uh, was uh, player of the match for her match-winning Nelson, 111 not out. Uh, the Tasmanians uh, celebrating uh, on Bell Reve Oval for deep into the night, I'm told. Half their luck. Um, Warwick in Rugby <laughs> League, the Penrith Panthers are beaten again in the World Club uh, Challenge final. Yeah, they lost to Wigan in Wigan, the score 16-12, and as ever in Rugby League, there were controversial refereeing decisions. The Panthers claimed they were robbed of a try by this thing called the Bunker, the video referee, and they also say that Wigan got a try, which uh, they shouldn't have, with one Wigan player even accused of telling porky pies by Brian Toho, the Penrith winger. Uh, focus will now shift from the Orwellian bone-chilling cold of north of England to the Nevada desert as Easts, Manly, South and Brisbane play in this all-singing-all-dancing start to the season in Las Vegas. What happens there won't be staying there, though, with genuine premiership points to be brought home by the winners. And also potentially up for grabs, any rugby league talent that takes uh, the eye of the uh, NFL scouts expected to be in attendance and to make them feel more comfortable. And any other gridiron fans induced to attend the Gold Coast are going to be painted yellow. That's the NFL's preferred colour rather than the traditional Australian white. We're going to get all sorts of stories like this coming out of Las Vegas in the lead up to these matches, Sally. Do not adjust your sets. Uh, no. And finally, Warwick, uh, in rugby union, Look, it's gone from bad to worse for the Melbourne Rebels after the first round of the Super Rugby competition. Yeah, bankrupt off the field, and now it seems on it, hoping for something special in the opening game of the season to help offset the financial woes. The Rebels lost 30-3 to to the ACT Brumbies, and look, you'd have to say if it wasn't already in the case, it's making their demise at the end of the season even more inevitable. But there's a, a lot of excitement elsewhere in uh, what lays ahead. Queensland, they're all excited after the Reds beat New South Wales for the Chris Handy Go You Good Thing trophy, the score 40-22. to Former rugby league player Les Kiss turned rugby union coach. Well, he's been accorded hero status after just one game, but of course, uh, it's always like that in Queensland, Sally. <laughs> Warwick, good to talk to you. Thank you so much. Good on you. Speak tomorrow. That is Warwick Hadfield bringing us up to date uh, with sport. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.